in today's society with everything that's going on and how things have changed over the last year and a half, I think it's even more important that we put our priorities in order. People, the best advice that I have received that I could pass on is to make sure that we don't take our family for granted and um, to put them first. You're listening to Business in Board Shorts, the only podcast dedicated to coastal entrepreneurs and business owners. Let's dive right into this week's episode. Hey, Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Where are you based out of and have you lived there your whole life? I currently am based in Coronado, California, which is a a little, they call it an island. It really isn't an island, but that's what they call it. Uh, Just south of downtown San Diego. Lived here for five years, but I'm a, and and I've lived all over the country, but I grew up in, for all intents and purposes, I'm a native San Diego and I was born in Boston, but I moved here when I was 11 and I consider myself to be a native Californian. What would you say from the, your experiences living all throughout, what what would you say uh, is like the vibe in Southern California compared to some other areas? Um, great question. It depends on, I mean, just generally speaking, it is, you know, people are, you know, pretty laid back and it's a fairly comfortable environment. Um, it does depend nowadays because California is a mess uh, politically. Nowadays, um, it really depends on where you live. And the, in terms of the vibe and where, how people feel, but I think that's indicative of what's happening around the country. Tell listeners what it exactly is that you do. So I run a public relations and communications consulting firm um, with a huge emphasis on uh, writing, being a, a, a part of that puzzle, if you will, which is why the name of my company is called Jigsaw. Um, so I have a variety of clients all over the world for whom I do everything from uh, website content to responding to um, RFPs or requests for proposals to strategic communications plans for, um, I just did one for a healthcare, elder care management company to editing uh, books for a publisher out of Israel to helping a guy in San Francisco. We just finished writing his book after a year and getting it to press. Runs the gamut of you know communications in general. I've been really blessed with the ability to to work in a lot of different industries and learn very quickly how to translate different subject matter into the voice of my clients and do so successfully to help them with the challenges that they might be facing. How did you get into that space? Well, I started writing when I was 13, when I moved to California. Um, And I grew up in La Jolla, which is north of San Diego, and kind of the same as Coronado, but not, quote, an island. Um, So I started writing, and I found that I had a gift and 
did it all through high school, then went to school in LA and got my degree in journalism and PR. Um, and then after that, I was a journalist in DC for a couple of years. And then I kind of transitioned naturally into PR because I had done some work for a number of different PR firms while in college. And it was, it's kind of a natural, at that age, can't make a living as a writer. And so I moved right into the PR and communications after I was a journalist in DC. What would you say is a typical day like for you right now? There is no such thing. It just does not exist. Every day is really different. Um, I haven't taken more than, I would say, two days off in the last two years uh, and work pretty much, you know, seven days a week. And with clients in different parts of the world, you know, I have to be sometimes up at, you know, four in the morning or stay up late to talk to them um, just to schedule phone calls. But it really varies depending upon the client. You know, I've got personal responsibilities I have to take care of and work and each client, because I have, I do a lot of, my clients are, um, you know, either monthly or three months. Fortunately, I have a couple that are longer than that because of the diversity of the type of work that I do every day different. And sometimes I start off the day and I'm like, oh, what do I have to do today? And then within an hour, things will change. And my day becomes extremely full. And like, it's already 1140 here. I've been up since, you know, six working. And so the day is technically half over already. And I haven't even hit my checklist. I know the feeling 100%. There's two things that I love, catching rays and catching new business. But getting tan is a lot easier than getting your business found online. If you're struggling to get new customers from your website, let my decade of experience work for you. Surf on over to callmect.com and fill out a quick form. I'll be sure to answer as soon as I get back from the beach. What would you say is the thing that you enjoy most about being your own boss? There are a couple of things. Um, and I have to put this in the proper context because I think a lot of people over the last year and a half because of COVID um, had to become their own boss. And so I need to be kind of sensitive to the fact that, that you know, that's kind of was a learned thing for them. Um, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit inside of me. And I've been consulting for years, but even when I was working in the, as a corporate executive, um, I was always driven kind of by a creative spark to do things differently, look outside the box. Um, But in terms of being my own boss, you know, there are benefits um, to um, not having to get up in the morning and go somewhere. Um, to be able to wear a, you know, a Coronado. I wore this just for you, a uh, baseball cap and not have to get into a, you know, business casual wear, although I do have meetings sometimes I have to. 
you know, being able to make dinner for my wife. So after work, you know, after her work, she can come home and she doesn't have to make dinner. And conversely, she does the same thing for me when she's not working and gives me freedom to um, talk to my kids when I want to. And so there are a lot of, a lot of uh, benefits to it. There are some downsides to it, you know, the lack of stability. I don't have a 401k. Um, I have to pay for my own health insurance, all of those things. Um, so there's a balance there that I, you know, but we made the decision. She owns her own company that operates outside of the, the house. Um, and we both kind of chose that route knowing um, that there were, you know, we were going to have to work a little harder and we both do. Three questions to close out the show. First, what is your most unusual talent? Um, I can talk in a duck voice. When did that come about? Uh, when my kids were little. I think I had it beforehand, but when my kids were little, um, I don't know how it manifested itself, but it just became kind of the thing that always, and it, it still works, even with my nephew who's six. Any kid, whenever I go to it, it makes them laugh. That's one of my crazy, quirky talents, I guess. What would you say is the best business advice you ever received? Was to always make sure that my shoelaces were were tied before I got up. And that's also kind of a metaphor to make sure that things are buttoned up and so that I don't trip all over myself. I've received a lot of advice from a lot of very wise people. I've had some great mentors, particularly those um, at the corporate level, because I worked as an officer and executive in two different companies and had a great one job in particular. I had a great boss and the amount of advice he gave me about life and work and all that stuff. Um, I couldn't summarize in, in 10 minutes, let alone an hour. And what's the best life advice? Uh, to find a way to um, have life work balance. A lot of the work that I do currently is in mindfulness and resilience and things of that nature. Um, and so I become really acutely aware of the need for it. I, I don't do it well at all. Um, but that's probably the most important. And I think today, in today's society, with everything that's going on and how things have changed over the last year and a half, um, I think it's even more important that we put our priorities in order. And, you know, I have my own priority list of what comes first, but that's very personal to me. Um, but I think for most people, the best advice that I have received that I could pass on is to make sure that we don't take our family for granted and um, to put them first. Beautiful. Well said. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Where can my listeners check you out online? Actually, just now finishing up my website so they can find me on LinkedIn under um, my name, Dan Springer, and the company, which is Jigsaw Writing and PR Solutions. Awesome. Thank you very much for coming on. Have a good rest of your day. You do the same. Thanks so much for having me.
You're still here? Well, while I have you, if you found today's episode valuable or useful, I would love if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. It really helps to expand the reach of the podcast. And if not, then just forget the last 10 seconds. Thanks. Talk to you next week.